Hello and welcome to the Leadership That Last podcast. I'm your host, Greg Gramer. Thank you so much for joining me here on another episode about leadership. In today's episode, we are going to be looking at three ways, three characteristics or attributes that extroverts have that help them be great leaders. And we're going to look at those three different characteristics and dive deeper into each one of them and see how those extroverted characteristics help them be amazing leaders. Welcome to Leadership That Lasts. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the Leadership That Last podcast. I am your host, Greg Raymer. Today's episode, three ways that extroverts are great leaders. We're going to be looking at three different characteristics that extroverts have that help them in their leadership. If you've been listening to this podcast for any time, you've been following along, then you heard the episode prior to this one where we talked about three ways that introverts make great leaders. If you haven't heard that episode and you're interested Please listen to that one. I'll link uh, a link to that in the show notes below. You can check that out after you listen to this episode. But before we get too deep into that, I want to talk to you briefly about a guide that I created for those who are new to leadership and want to help moving, being move from a follower to a leader, or maybe they're in leadership, but they're kind of stuck in a rut. I created this guide called From Follower to Leader. It's three steps that you can take really today or over the next day. Um, or two that you can do and it'll help you move from a follower to a leader or help you start to begin to get out of the muck and mire that you may be in in your leadership. Maybe help give you a little reset in your leadership if you currently are in a leadership position. And so that guide is free. It's over at my website, leadershipthatlast.net forward slash three steps. You can download that right now and you can complete that guide. It has three different actionable steps per um, per the step that each step that I talk about in the guide and you can do those and over the next few days and it'll help uh, you greatly in your leadership. So as we get into this episode, we need to understand who extroverts are, um, who are extroverted people. Uh, extroverted people uh, tend to be people that um, are outward focused, that they get their energy from external stimulation where As we learned last week, uh, introverts get their stimulation from more internally processed things or internal stimulation. And so extroverts process their thoughts externally, which tends to mean they're more talkative and they process uh, out loud. Uh, In her book, Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking, author Susan Cain uh, gives this great distinction between extroverts and introverts. Um, even though her book is geared towards introverts and, and explaining introversion, she talks about how extroverts get their energy. And so she says that if extroverts start their day out with, let's say, zero tokens, they're, they're empty. And with each social interaction that they come upon, uh, conversation, phone call, meeting, whatever it may be, that they get a token and they get more energy. 
where introverts are reversed. Introverts would start the day with um, a handful of tokens, and with each interaction, they lose a coin or they lose energy. And so I've always thought that was a really great uh, umbrella explanation of the differences between extrovert and introvert. So extroverts tend to get their energy from external stimulation, external like processing. Uh, like I said, they're very talkative. Um, they, they like conversation over, you know, maybe text message. And so, um, they like that external stimulation. And so some famous, uh, extroverts that we, that we see in the world are, uh, Winston Churchill, uh, president Bill Clinton, uh, the actress Bette Midler, um, Margaret Thatcher, um, the TV host Oprah, and the famous boxer Muhammad Ali. So those are some famous uh, extroverts and some pretty good company, some people that have um, definitely contributed some good things to the world. And so the three kind of common traits that we see are the, the three traits that I want to focus on in today's episode about extroversion is uh, that extroverts are big verbal communicators. Uh, they have a broad range of interests, typically, and they enjoy working in groups. Now, we know uh, that with extroversion and with introversion in the previous episode, there's a lot of nuance to this. And so this is not incredibly black and white, but by and large, these are common traits that all extroverts have. And so these are the three things that I've kind of picked out that can help extroverts in their leadership. And so the first one is verbal communication. Okay. A great leader, one of the great leadership strengths of an extrovert, I should say, is that they prefer verbal communication towards written communication. Um, they love face-to-face. -face. You know, Instead of sending you an email, they're going to want to come to your office and talk to you about something. Um, or they're going to want to pick up the phone and talk to you. Um, they're not going to be big texters. Um, they're going to, they're going to want that interaction with you. They're going to want that, that verbal communication. And, and this is, um, this is really a positive for extroverts and a positive within leadership. Um, in the fact that with verbal communication, particularly with face-to-face -face communication, um, you, you get to see the, the nonverbal communication. So, um, like even if you're watching the video of, of this episode, um, you can see me, you know, put my hand to my mouth or I raise my eyebrows if I'm making an emphatic point or um, I, I talk with my hands a lot or I'm looking around and maybe not looking straight at the camera. Those are all nonverbal communications uh, that I'm doing to you, even in this video, even in this kind of like one way conversation. But um, in a face-to-face -face conversation, you get to see those nonverbal communications where in written communication, that gets lost. I mean, I think we've seen that a lot in our world today with, uh, you know, comments on blog posts or social media posts and how people can be super nasty. Um, and Or even if they don't mean to be nasty, um, just the dryness of their words, like there's there's not a lot of nuance to it. You don't know what they really mean by the sentence that they wrote. Um, and it, it could come off kind of cold and empty and dark sometimes when that wasn't the intention. And so this is a positive for extroverts when they like to talk face to face and they like to communicate is that they're able to, by and large, get their point across better because 
um, they're going to be able to communicate and get that back and forth that, and be able to see the nonverbal communication and the body language and, and not only, you know, be able to share their body language, but they'll be able to read your body language and how you're receiving what you're communicating to them. And so that's a real big positive for extroverts is that they're, they're verbal communicators and that they're able to get their message out in a better way where you see that in written communication, oftentimes it, it can be one way. And, you know, especially if, if you're, if you're writing an email about an assignment or something to somebody and maybe the person that you're writing to is not a big communicator, you know, with words, but they like to, maybe they're extrovert and they like to verbally process things. And so, um, they may not want to go into great detail in a long written email. Um, and so there may be some communication that gets lost there because they may respond with a one or two word sentence or one or two word response, um, to you. Um, and so it could come across cold back to you. So, um, Extroverts, whenever they communicate verbally and they're face to face with people and they're able or on the phone, however it may be, you know, there there's you're able to have that back and forth, which is really good. And it can help in getting the point across um, to whatever that particular person is trying to to communicate. And so that's going to help in reaffirming the the message that the extroverted leader is trying to get across. And so. It also helps when you do face-to-face communication also helps because it it can broaden relationships in regards to, um, you know, as I'm communicating to you, if we're face-to-face or even on the phone, I'm able to um, get your immediate feedback and get your reaction to it. I can hear your sighs or I can hear the excitement in your voice or maybe the the, you're less excited about it in your voice. And so I'm able to get some pretty good, um, data right back from you to understand if you're receiving my message or not. And so it could help broaden relationships because, um, instead of maybe moving down a path that you would have moved down, if you weren't in that verbal communication, if you're, uh, if I'm talking to you and I'm hearing you're kind of disappointed about something, or maybe I can tell you're not exactly tracking or understanding what I'm communicating, then I'm able to uh, maybe reword what I want to communicate so you can understand it. So that can help broaden the relationship because it shows that, that you care and you can adjust on the fly where, you know, sometimes written communication may not be the best, um, for broadening relationships and it can come off really cold and tactile and, and, um, very black and white literally. And so, um, those are some things that extroverts or that is a way that extrovert is, can be really great in leadership is that they're good, typically good verbal communicators or they love verbal communication. So they're going to be willing to have those conversations, which can help broaden relationships and confirm and solidify messages that are trying to be uh, conveyed. So the second uh, way that extroverts can make for great leaders is that they have a broad range of interest. And so having a broad range of interest can help you and your team or you and your family, however, whatever, wherever you are in a leadership position, um, it can help you because you, you're, I guess, what's the word? You're more, you're, you're robust in your understanding of the world. And so if you have a broader range of interest, then you are going to, probably have a broader range of understanding how to attack a problem or 
paths to go down with your vision um, and the mission of your team, of your family. You're going to be able to adjust and pivot probably a little bit easier than maybe somebody who might be a little more myopic in their thinking and they not they don't have as broad of an interest as you. And so, um, you know, you're going to have a leg up on them because you're going to probably have a little bit more understanding of the world um, or at least the options that are out there. Maybe you're not maybe you're not. Um, as well versed in certain avenues that, that you know about, but at least you know they exist. And so you're able to, to start to walk down those paths. And so having a broad range of interests can help you and your team because when, when times of difficulty come, um, you're, you're able to maybe see other ways out of it because you understand more things than maybe you would if you were a more introverted leader and and you wouldn't have maybe as broad of interest as extroverts do. Um, so that's a really good quality for an extrovert is when they have a broad range of interest. And so um, being able as well, having a broad range of interest, you're able to connect more with people um, because you you're, you're tend to be a little more just interested in things interested in people and so i know uh, for for me i'm more introverted but i I know extroverts in my life that you know if we were in a group or a party or something i'm gonna be more likely to just go talk to one or two people and have deeper conversations um but my more extroverted friends or family members would maybe talk to 20 people over the same course of time that we're at the party um, and they're going to get to understand and know a broader range of people than I would. Now, I might have a deeper understanding of a subject than an extrovert does, but the extrovert is going to know a little bit about 20 subjects where I may know a lot about one. And so there's going to be pros and cons to both of those avenues. But with extroverts, having a broader range of interests it can be helpful in time because again, like I said, you have many avenues that you can consider because you at least know they exist. Even if you, you don't have a great understanding of every avenue, but at least you're aware they're out there because of your broader range of interest. And so that's really helpful in leadership when you're trying to lead a team, a company and times like say a global pandemic arises and you have to completely at times rethink how you do business and, um, being able to adjust and have different avenues that you could possibly go down because you're aware they're there can be massively helpful in the livelihood of your uh, company, the livelihood of your family. Um, and so those are, that's a really good positive for more extroverted people, more extroverted leaders. The third kind of um, category or characteristic for an extrovert that we'll talk about here in this episode when it comes to leadership is extroverts enjoy working in groups. Now, this on its surface has a lot of great, great uh, realities to it because uh, being around people gives extroverts energy. And so if you're working in teams, working in groups, you're able to feed off. It's like just a constant source of energy. It's like you have your cell phone plugged into the wall um, nonstop, you never take it off the plug. So you're constantly getting energized by being around people and working and, and being creative and using your broad range of interests to, um, to help the company and to be able to verbally communicate the things that you want to, you want to teach and lead with. So, um, being able to work in teams is, is really important in leadership. And so, 
um, extroverts are really good at that. And so if, if you enjoy being around people, if you enjoy working in teams, this is going to be a great thing and a positive for you. And so it's going to be helpful because you're going to tend to want to be around people. And when you have other people in the room, other voices in the room, then you're going to tend to, on top of you already having a broader range of interest, you're going to even broaden your range of interest or understanding because you're going to have more people having their voice being heard in the room. And so you're going to have additional avenues to consider when you're tackling a problem or thinking about a new product to create or maybe a new direction to go with your family, for your family, um, you know, to be able to include other people in the discussion and to be able to work together with them um, will be massively helpful for you as a person, as a leader, and for your team and for your company overall. And so extroverts thrive off of this, thrive off of working in teams and being with people. And so that's a massive positive whenever you are be able to work together and work as a team. Um, a lot of innovation can come out of teamwork. A lot of innovation because you have so many voices and so many you know, years of experience and different um, realities and different cultures and different backgrounds that are coming together and talking and conversing where if you have somebody who's like me, it's a, introverted and they would rather do a quick team meeting and then go back to their op- office and do a deep dive and intellectually tackle something. While I may do a lot of research as an introvert on something, I'm not going to have the broadest range of interest or understanding on how to attack something because I'm going to just typically be more myopic in the way that I see the world at times. And so that can be a detriment. And so that's a positive for extroverts is that they embrace, you know, multiple people. They embrace being around other people. They embrace talking. They embrace communication. They, They embrace getting ideas out there. And so that's a really big positive for extroverted leaders. And so those are the three kind of traits, characteristics, attributes, if you will, of extroverted leaders. Um, they are great verbal processors. They have a broad range of interest and they enjoy working in groups. And so if you're an extrovert, embrace this, you know, embrace it. I know that the world celebrates extroverts typically because they're more outspoken. They're kind of the life of the party people. Um, they, they like to communicate, they, they like to talk, they, um, they don't mind being in front of crowds, whatever it may be, you know, extroverts tend to get celebrated. So, so maybe unlike introverts, you're a little less apt to like sit back, but embrace your extroversion and, you know, don't abuse it. But, um, I'm thankful for extroverts. I'm thankful for uh, people that are able to kind of get the ball rolling, um, I was at a party recently where um, they had a kind of an open mic. We were celebrating a particular person who had just graduated from grad school. And um, they had this open mic that anyone could come up and say a, a nice word about our friend. And of course, I had many things that I wanted to say about this particular person. And I knew other people did, but they were more introverted. But there was this one guy there that he got up and said his piece. And then there was some silence. He sat down. There was some silence. And... Um, he got the mic up again and he started calling people out, you know, uh, to come up and talk. And so, you know, I, I appreciated him because he, he kept kind of the party going, you know, like where if it was a room full of introverts, it just would have been that one guy saying something 
and and then no one else maybe would have communicated anything. And there were some wonderful words said uh, about my friend to my friend uh, that night. And so, um, you know, those are moments where introverts are, are amazing and powerful, and I'm so thankful for them. And and they have more courage than I do um, as an introvert uh, to be able to get up and talk and communicate that way. So so celebrate that. I I celebrate that in extroverts. And so. Um, yeah, their personalities can bring people together and um, they can drive teams and companies forward because they, they, uh, because of their personalities, because of the way they're wired. And, and so celebrate being an extrovert. And of course, as with introversion and extroversion, there are negatives to both. And so I'm sure in time I'll maybe do a video or two about those things, but uh, for now, I just want to celebrate some positives uh, to being an extrovert. And so uh, those are the three that I've picked out. There are so many others that we could communicate. And so um, if there's something I've left out or something you want to elaborate on um, from this episode, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, feel free to leave a comment. I would love to hear more about extroversion as I'm as a lifelong introvert. I'm you know, less uh, studied in extroversion, so I'd love to hear more. Uh, about extroverts and some of the positives that they can bring to uh, to leadership. So with that, thank you so much for uh, joining me on yet another episode of Leadership the Last Podcast, and I will see you on an episode down the road.